um, from a student. And here it is. <clears throat> I'm noticing a lot of change in the relationships around me since beginning yoga teacher training. I believe because I'm becoming more self-aware and because I know my self-worth. Have you seen this before? Can I clarify that some of these are good changes and some I realize are unhealthy relationships that I'm finding that I just, that I can't just cut off? Self-awareness has you, it's kind of like going from being a, from sleepwalking to walking in the dream, mm -hmm. <laughs> walking in the, in the Maya awake. And part of waking up means you're waking up to your, the memory of your self-worth, the memory of your beauty, the memory of your magnificence, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's really what healing is, is returning to the memory of our wholeness, returning to the memory of our worth. And that really is the journey. And so as we become more self-aware, all of a sudden you're going to see where um, something's not going to feel right. It's gonna feel like you're out of alignment or you're going to see, ooh, this relationship no longer ref is a reflection of my my view now, my my the return to my memory of my worth, and it doesn't mean that the relationships can't grow to to be in integrity, mm -hmm. and they don't always. <laughs> and sometimes this these are great points. Awareness can say, "Ooh, it's time to maybe bring someone in to 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 help our relationship to get back in alignment." Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, when our self-worth is not in a place of awareness, we're going to attract individuals and uh, the, the puzzle pieces that match it, right? So sometimes our wounds attract uh, mm -hmm. someone else with the wounds that fit yep. <laughs> yeah. really perfectly with ours. Gosh, I, um, in my first yoga teacher training, during that time period of my life, I lost a significant amount of friendships. Um, mm. They they simply had, you know, lived their fullest course, and I and I knew that. And even though there was some reluctance, you know, I'm an Enneagram nine, and I I, I do not like conflict. Mm. I, I don't like. Um, I didn't enjoy the process of saying like. I just, you know, I think that like our paths have diverged, that we're going in different directions yeah. um, and that's okay. And I, and I, there, there wasn't any hard feelings or wasn't a charge. It just, I realized that when I spent time with certain friend groups, um, the behavior and the energy in the space didn't feel nourishing or healthy for me. Mm. And, um, and I got to make that choice and it was not an easy mm -hmm. choice to make. And, and looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, like it was... It was definitely a um, an exodus of uh, who, who my guest house guests were at that mm. time, and uh, and new people coming in. Uh, you know, I don't think that they. I don't think I would have had space for those new friendships and connections mm -hmm. if I was still attempting to fit in um, with these other friend groups. And mm -hmm. and I that's ultimately what I realized that I spent a lot of time contracting who I was and uh you know my my essence at my essence I was trying to not be that or show that so that I could fit in with this particular group of 
of people. And then I didn't, I was unwilling to do that anymore. I was unwilling to shrink back. I was unwilling to not, uh, you know, it's like the pain of inauthenticity. Right. It's too hard. It, it just, just got like, too hard and tiring yeah. and, yeah. and draining. So like that, that's a good question for me to, to be with. And mm -hmm. it's, it continues to be a good question. Like after I spend time with this person, this group of people doing mm -hmm. this activity, whatever it is, am I nourished or am I depleted? Yeah. And then, and then what is that, what is that information give me mm -hmm. and to observe yourself while in interactions with others are you finding more and more uh that sensation in your throat where you want to speak and you don't mm. right or you're um changing who who you are in order to still have the experience of belonging and so it's not unusual in yoga teacher trainings <clears throat> as you come back into that that place of really experiencing yourself in worthiness and goodness that you'd rather just be with yourself. You'd rather be alone than what previously would occur as loneliness, mm -hmm. right? That you actually can be with just yourself in that space between maybe some friendships completing, you know, uh, my journey over the years as a, I, I'm a four and fours can um, attract drama and um and i had habits patterns and addictions and as i became more and more aware and awake um drama less was less and less appealing and um habits patterns and addictions were quitting me so i i i was no longer a magnet for that and um so so you will experience those changes and again relationships especially your intimate ones and partners mm. it doesn't mean that they can't you can't keep growing together. <clears throat> However, you want to have some straight conversations without blaming the other person. Right. Like the worst thing you can do is be like, oh my gosh, now I can see you clearly. Like, <laughs> what am I doing with you as I'm now so woke? No, 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 no. Not helpful. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. What the, 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 what's actually truer than that is, oh my gosh, I'm seeing what drew us together previously was that and I wish to keep growing with you. Right. So sometimes that's a great, a great point to do some work with a third person, mm -hmm. a third party, a skillful guide to help your relationship come into the light of awareness just so that you can consciously declare what is your intention now. And even doing that with your friendships. Yep. This is not just a conversation for your intimate partners, like really getting clear, what is my intention in this relationship, in this one, or with this group of people? Um, what do I receive and what do I contribute? And is that really aligning me now with, 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 do I feel aligned, soul aligned mm. in them? And if not, how can I take responsibility for creating that or at least giving it my best shot? Yeah. Right. Then you won't have any regrets. Um, so, so don't ever put it on the other as if now they're so not woke <laughs> because you are instead really please view it as okay. Like, you know, I'm as I'm coming into my awareness. What is it that I wish to uh, to share with another? And can we can we bring into language together our a declared intention? Are we on the same page? Right. And they may not be, and that's okay. And so then the key there is to be able to release uh, relationships <clears throat> without judgment and without then bad mouthing or gossiping about them as if you know you've just gotten so evolved. I just can't. I have no space for them or right. that. Like. They're perfectly where they are in their journey. Mm -hmm. And that's 
our work is is to be of as Kim would say neutral mind yeah. neutral mind loving loving awareness neutral mind that's our work yeah. to allow others to be where they are um, can I clarify that some of these good changes and some are unhealthy relationships I'm finding I can't just cut off <clears throat> I'm going to assume that that may mean family members mm -hmm. usually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the belief anyway mm -hmm. um, so that some of these are good changes and some I realize are unhealthy relationships that I'm finding I can't just cut off so oftentimes that's family members or say an ex a right. parent uh, you're a, yeah with if you're co-parenting right what are your thoughts on that, Jeannie? Family members that you can't just cut off. I don't believe that's true. That you can't just cut family members off. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can. And you can also choose not to. Like, right. it's still a choice mm -hmm. of, I'm a, I have the awareness that this is unhealthy and it's more important to me to stay in the family unit for whatever reason mm -hmm. than to do that severing. Um, and, and, you know, for me personally, this is like continue to stand in your own integrity and mm. speak to what your wants are in a situation and what your standards are in a situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because then in that moment, that family member is also going to get to make that choice. Like, oh, I don't really like the way that Jeannie reminds me that I do X, Y, and Z. Or, and and that, that's not okay with her in her space, in her home, around her children, whatever. Um, and they might take a step back. And, and, you know, I love when you talk about inner mandala and mm. then other layers. Like, mm. there, there can be people in your life, they're not in that inner circle. And they're not, like, completely cut off bridge burned, whatever, you know, you can say, um, oh, I'm willing to come over on Thanksgiving for two hours and that's what I've got in me. And then I'm going to leave and, and make it two great hours. That's what I, right. I would do with family members is Thanksgiving was short and sweet because that was, that was the time that I knew I could be my best, right? It's not, again, it's the language isn't about, I can only be around them for two hours. No, it was at two hours, that was my capacity where I would then start to feel my egoic tendencies wanting to creep in, right? right. So I could trust myself for two hours to be in this space with this group. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so, so it's so imperative that, you take res that we take responsibility for who we're being in, in our relationships because yep. the language really, really makes, the way we're describing it makes all the difference in the world. You know, and, and sometimes you're going to, sometimes you're, it's someone you live with, right? Let's say you have a, a, a teenager or a partner or, or um, a mother-in-law, I'm making this up, you know, where there's, there, there is disharmony. You still can have your truthfulness, and I'm not a fan of the word boundaries, but, and yet it makes sense. Like you can declare, hey, I'm, I'm not available to participate any further in this conversation, um, so I'm going to step out. And sometimes it means some silence in the space. Sometimes it means uh, something's going to combust, um, and you you still can be truthful about what is workable for you and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And standing in that, un not selling that out, will allow truthfulness to lead the way. And that's a tough that's a tough one, right? Especially if you're like like for me to keep harmony, I was a fawner. 
right? There's like, there's like four strategies of survival when there's, when there's tension and stress in relationships. There's, we, you know, sometimes we, we, we attack, we're fighty. Sometimes we fr just freeze. Sometimes we flee, we just withdraw. And, and, and I learned this from Kim. There's a fourth one, uh, fawning, where you're like, oh, can I just get you this? Can I do that? Can I da-da-da-da-da? Right? To try to manipulate and keep things harmonious. And um, once I caught on to my survival tactics, mm -hmm. I was able to stop doing them and just let it go. And just, and just at least the truthfulness just showed up. And then we could make some, some changes in the relationship. But as long as I was employing strategies, it was like death by a thousand cuts. Mm -hmm. Versus, let's see what we got. If I'm not doing my routine... <laughs> <laughs> then let's see what's actually truthful. Mm -hmm. So, um, or so, just allowing the truthfulness to arise creates the 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 truthful momentum mm -hmm. for growth, evolution, conversation, change, uh, needing assistance. Mm 